I want to offer a critical analysis of the dynamics still unfolding through different combinations of power, technology, and capital in cities and states. Rather than simply spreading via one static model, the practices and purposes of smart governance continue to evolve in important ways. They continue to respond and adapt to changing conditions while also proactively trying to take advantage and take hold of those conditions. At a broad overview, I outlined three concurrent phases in the development of technological urbanism over the last 15 years, each one based on technology companies seeking to claim further power and authority over public services, managerial oversight, functional operation, and sovereign ownership. The phases have tended to build on top of each other as technology capital becomes more deeply entrenched in the political economy of cities, and as we move beyond these phases, we go even deeper into crucial questions about the shifting nature of state sovereignty and the intensification of corporate sovereignty in an age of smart governance. These phases are not meant to be rigid divisions. Rather, they name processes that have been simultaneous and synergistic. The framework I offer here is meant to provide a more holistic way to understand both old and new dynamics in the ongoing entanglement of cities and capital. Within this framework, we can better understand how these movements and systems have developed, where they have come from, and where they are heading. But first, let's briefly set the stage. In many ways, the influx of technology corporations into urban environments is another chapter in the story of how cities and capitals have long been intertwined. Significantly, cities provide spatial fixes for the problems of capital, whether that means investing in urban development to reap the dividends of growth, parking capital in the built environment to weather volatile markets, or dumping over-accumulated wealth to avoid a crisis of devaluation. In return, cities receive the benefits of circulation and investment. The flow of capital fuels steady cycles of economic growth and urban renewal. This relationship between cities and capital is not equal, though. The most recent major crisis of capital, the global financial crash in 2008, arguably hit cities much harder than it hit capital. While capital was bailed out and continued with business as usual, cities were reconfigured in ways that further opened them up to new forms of capital, not just financial, but now technological. It is a curious coincidence that many of the main corporate actors in the story of urbanized technology capital either pivoted or were founded in the immediate aftermath of the crash. If there is a moment of conception for the modern smart urbanism movement, it would be when IBM and Cisco, nearly simultaneously in 2009, launched their respective large-scale smart city projects. Of course, these two companies did not create the concept from nothing. There were preceding ideas and initiatives, such as wired cities and cybernetic urbanism, that laid the groundwork. But IBM and Cisco pushed things to a new level of expansion. Their mission to create a smarter planet was su supported by the existing infrastructure, reputation, and wealth enjoyed by these august companies. Thus, the technologies and ideologies of smart urbanism were able to be established almost immediately. 
whereas what we now call platform urbanism required a longer period of maturation, sustained by billions of dollars of venture capital and cutthroat tactics for exponential growth, before it could flex its might. Two figureheads for this movement, Airbnb and, U- and Uber, are much younger. They were only just founded in 2008 and 2009, respectively. At the same time, we should note, as when IBM and Cisco pivoted to smart urbanism. While financial capitalism was dealing with the fallout of its own crisis, technological capitalism stepped in to take its place on top of the world. The world.